This is a Dece World production in association with Pants Pending Studios. They're not PC So if occasional foul language turns you off Then you have all been warned This is the call before the storm Dude, you can't be mad at someone who's burning the flag And also wearing it on your dick Get ready for the social hour in Spokane, Washington. This is The Social Hour. On today's show, comedian Ann Flagg. And now your host. In honor of 4th of July and America's Independence Day, for breakfast every morning he's going to eat toast. And you're damn right it's going to be white bread. Deez Malab Keen, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is the Social Hour. I am Deez. What is up, guys? Thanks for hanging out, coming around to listen to another episode. We appreciate you being here as always, guys. We have a great guest on today, comedian and flag. It's me hanging out on the show. Uh, we're going to talk to her in a bit. Uh, real quick, guys, before we get into it with our guest today, uh, go to DeezComedy.com. Check out everything going on. We've got uh, shows all across the country in the next few weeks and out of the country. We're going into international waters, pirate time, checking out some booty in the Bahamas. And I mean, I'm going to be getting some booty as in money. Uh, Otherwise, I will just be a sad boy in my hotel room and doing comedy at night, but it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. I'll be at uh, the Atlantis Resort, the 1st through the 15th in the Bahamas, uh, doing some comedy, so... I am looking forward to a little paid vacay, basically, guys. Um, the 14th, I will be at Backwoods Bar in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. The 16th at uh, Old Beck's VFW in Missoula, Montana, doing the Drink and Debate. That's going to be a fun show. And then the 18th through the 21st at Bricktown Comedy Club, Oklahoma City. And also, I've got a bunch of shows through Texas after that. I'll be in Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, Waco, Austin, Kingsville, Pearl, and a couple other places. Uh, so just check the website, find out all the dates, and we will uh, see you at a show. Come check one out. I'm looking forward to being back in Texas. I love Texas. So uh, that's it, guys. Just go to the website, see what's going on. Uh, for now, we're just going to get in with our guest. Please welcome comedian and flag. And I listened to one of them, and I was like, Oh hey, um, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it. <laughs> like it was just. <laughs> well, I, well I, I'm, I'm glad you didn't good. cancel this. Then you must not have listened to any of the episodes. Uh, well, the, you've <laughs> done 400 episodes. I'm sure you're. Yeah, to, I mean, you're well adapted. You can't do 400 of anything and be terrible at it still. Well, tell that to my girlfriend. Uh, the uh, the <laughs> um, no the. Uh, I've talked to, I've interviewed presidential candidates, things like that on this show. Uh, to be fair, is libertarian presidential candidates, so it barely <laughs> counts. Uh, yeah, but still, uh, so, you know, there's, 
There's been some legitimacy over the uh, hollowed uh, halls of this this old podcast, uh, although not mm-hmm. much. And uh, d- don't feel bad about not no prep, no nothing. Not being a presidential candidate. No, I don't feel bad yeah, about don't that feel at bad all. About that. That's a you really. I was job. like, wow. If you if you're interviewing those kinds of uh, the people with that kind of clout, but then I realized you do it weekly, so you have to get. You have to do some dredging sometimes. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I went uh, just like dragging up corpses and propping up Ulysses S. Grant in a chair and be like, what do you think about the economy, <laughs> Ulysses? Tell me what. You, uh, <laughs> um, no, I actually I no, I was going to say I don't do any prep either for this show. So I like it better that way. I, you know, 400 and some episodes. And I think in total, if you combine all my prep for all whatever amount of episodes, it's probably about like. 37 minutes total and like yeah. I, I think 22 minutes of that was dedicated to the one episode of where I interviewed Joe Jorgensen uh otherwise it just uh-huh. <laughs> you know otherwise it's like I don't whatever let's just do it it's not you know who is Joe Jorgensen she was the libertarian presidential candidate last oh. election. yeah she was uh, <laughs> the, right. she was yeah. the uh one you know she was third place you know by a long shot you know yeah that's like saying i'm my parents third favorite kid like i'm on the podium by default but it's a distant (laughs) third uh it's a very distant third Mm. so uh well thanks for being here ann um yeah i appreciate you taking the time to do this it's uh so we're coming all the way from california you're in uh riverside california is that right Riverside. Riverside. Riverside, motherfucker. Yeah, the nine oh nine or where? What? What's the? What nine five one? Nine five one. Okay, nine oh nine's out there. Is that Barstow or some shit? That's out there too, right? Nine oh nine was the Inland Empire for a long time, mm-hmm. and then it got too big. And <laughs> it's funny because like a lot of cholos will tattoo the area code, right? I would have been so bummed if I already had 909 on my back and yeah. then my whole area changed. <laughs> it's like a whole, you got to move. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Yeah. You gotta, you're getting gentrified by your area code. Uh, or <laughs> the, well, I mean, I, I find a tattoo artist who does really good cover-ups. <laughs> right, yeah. Can you turn that uh, O into a five <laughs> and the, you know, well, back in the day, you know, because I grew up in LA and back in the day, 213 was a, a lot of uh, big area code in you know, most of LA. Uh, there's a small mm-hmm. portion of like downtown LA that's still 213. Uh, but there's so many fucking area. That's like uh, Snoop Dogg's original. It's so big group now. Was 213. That was his original hip hop group, 213. So, oh yeah. Way back in the day. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, Eric. You don't seem changed. that old. I don't seem that old. Uh, I am, Mm-mm. I'll be 40 this year. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look so good. Are no, you? Are you white? Li- you're lying to me. Can I ask that? What's that? No, I swear. Are you white? Am I white? No, I'm Latino. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, I am Mexican. I was gonna say you look really good for a white guy who's forty, but I guess if you're <laughs> it's Latino, the, then it's the Latino that makes genes. Sense. Yeah, it's nice because well, white people don't age. White people don't age very well at all. Right. It's all the inbreeding. You know? Um, there was they have years and years <laughs> of rampant inbreeding. <laughs> Which their cells just break down faster. Um, that is so funny. <laughs> My well, dad, well, like, cause I'm white, mm-hmm. but like, I have like, we did the an- whole ancestry thing, and mm-hmm. I, it's all broken down. And I think I did get some like South American, like vibes and stuff, cause yeah. like I'm aging like my mom, who's really hot. My dad, not so much. He's, <laughs> he's, 
sure he, he, he doesn't gonna, look great. He's going to be devastated <laughs> when he listens to this show. He's a big fan. Uh, so, <laughs> like, uh, thanks, Anne. You said I look like shit. Uh, <laughs> put in the grave, Dad. He has a hot so, young wife. He has a hot young wife, so he did okay. Oh, not your mom anymore. That's their... Is that their... Oh, no. my I don't even remember my birth parents being together. Oh, really? But okay. then again, my step-parents aren't together anymore either, so... God, how, many, how many Christmases do you have to go to? Uh <laughs> So many, so and and um and Hanukkahs. Oh, Hanukkahs Christmases too. And more than one Hanukkah that I have to go to. Wait, so are you? Yeah. Are you Jewish? Or like, were my you, stepdad's family is Jewish. Okay, so not blood. You're not. So you are going to go to hell. No. Uh, you're not. You're not yep. one of the chosen. I'm not. The, I'm not. I'm not chosen. No. Ugh. Nope. Must suck. How's Sadly. it feel? Sadly. <laughs> I. You know, I live like I'm going to hell every day. Yeah, well, that's so, a good way to live. Just, you know, embrace it and go with it, right? Why the fuck not? Yeah. Why the fuck not? <laughs> so how long have you been uh, doing comedy down in California? For uh, wait, Now, let me ask this before we get into that. Did you grow okay. grow up down there? Yes. You, yeah. So a whole life down in the Inland Empire? Yeah, we moved to Riverside when I was like 10, when my mom married my stepdad. But before that, it was like Rancho Cucamonga, so... Mm. Wow, what a, what a you know what a proposal! Hey, lady, I'm gonna sweep you off your feet and take you to Riverside, California. You lucky gal. <laughs> yeah. No, even he played it like, oh, I live in Rubidoux, which is like not it's like not the best part of town, Rubidoux. Yeah. Um, but actually, Riverside is really nice. Like people don't get it, but like I live in a really nice part of Riverside, is it nice? and in yeah. whole, what's up? It's nice now. When I was it's younger, so nice. it was not. It was not. Not that it wasn't nice. I think it was just. It wasn't like uh, bad. I think it was just desolate when I was younger. Oh no, it's not. Yeah, I yeah. remember. Like I remember a lot of like empty fields and lots and stuff like that. Now it's it's really come up, and yeah. all, all our shopping centers are really nice. The whole downtown area is really beautiful. Like it's really come up, and yeah. I tell people because people from LA are like haters, and they're like, "Oh, Riverside," but. We have three colleges here. We have a total art scene, arts walk every month. We have like um, a lot of like live music is a big thing here. So yeah, well, I mean, you I know, think it's great. Yeah, I'm sure. No, it's like there's nowhere in America that doesn't, you know, have a target anymore. So it's you know, <laughs> like, I feel like that's like the the benchmark. There's only least. one Walmart in town. That is and a we good have two sign. Targets. That is a great sign. Your yeah. target to Walmart ratio says a lot about a city. Um, I think so. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, what was it? Uh, I mean, kind of 2005 until about 2008 when the market crashed, and I was still living in LA. The whole inland empire was really blowing up like temecula and stuff people were moving out there just buying oh temecula is nice yeah yeah yeah. because you could just get you you know people were commuting two hours to la every day but you could get so much more Mm. house than you know living in la plus la was like parts of la are such a shithole um you know that's uh good getting bad yeah yeah it's getting it's getting real bad uh, I, you know, I was, well, I'm sure you, you had in there a lot for doing spots and stuff, but man, every time I go back, I mean, I, I grew up there, but every time I go back, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, it just, what they're, they're just, it's like turning into Mad Max. It's like, are they doing anything to try to fix any of the problems in this city at all? I don't know, dude. I'm so not, I'm, it's such a, like a political thing too, you know? Yeah. It, like I don't know. I don't even like talk about it. It like it makes me sad. Like the state of things right now, and that like the 
the way that people are living on the streets there. But like, I don't know the solution to that. Right. It's a really, that's a challenging thing. Cause in, it, where I live now in Spokane, Washington, we have a pretty, pretty big homeless population. And we, uh, I was working with a bunch of homeless outreach programs and doing stuff for a long time. And it just, you kind of, it's really difficult because there's not really a solution. Like there's not a, there's not a one size fits all solution. That's for sure. Um, cause yeah. you know, some of them are capable, but they don't want to live. They want to live on the street. They're like, that's what they, they yeah. they're, just, they're just happy. Then some of them are, you know, there's drug addicts. There's people who are too far gone. There's mental illness. There's a lot mental of illness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's just a lot it's of It's like, um, you mentioned that in the glass castle. Have you heard that? Read about that book? Mm -mm. This woman, she details her life, uh, like growing up and her parents are just, I mean, <laughs> parents are kind of wacky and then they end up living on the streets in New York and that's what they want to do. They yeah. have money like they could and they even have they have means to not do that but they want to and which is you know but like you're saying there's not one size fits all a lot of people are dealing with mental issues and everything yeah. like that so yeah and it's tough you yeah. know i mean how do you like some of the people can actually could could probably get back into uh you know what we'll call normal society but uh, a lot of them just aren't capable uh, for a lot yeah. of different for a myriad of reasons so it's pretty it's pretty tough uh, yeah. you know, but, uh, I mean, L LA is, I, what I, it's, it's hard too. Cause I was talking to my buddy in Montana the other day and it's like, they're, they've got a, where he lives, it's kind of been, uh, there's been some camps propping up, popping up too. And it's weird. Cause you're like, you know, you want to be <clears throat> cognizant of them and their plight, but also it's like, man, there's, there's taxpaying citizens that have to like go about their life and not feel like they're going to get chopped in the face with a machete when they go walking down the Venice boardwalk, you know, like that's yeah. also an issue. <laughs> I, yeah, I, and I'm not saying this like a homeless issue, but like, as far as like, um, not feeling safe in environments like that, uh, my, someone just drilled into my gas tank Oh my god! <laughs> and I, yeah, to try and and at the okay. Here's the thing: is I probably had maybe a quarter tank. Like you came to the wrong place, right. buddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like if someone tried to steal my debit card, I'm like, mm, like this is not right. <laughs> like the one time somebody, either. if your identity gets stolen, be the one time somebody returns it. They're like, we're sorry. We actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we made a grave mistake. <laughs> Like, can you help me actually? Yeah. Uh, can you put some more gas in? That'd be cool. <laughs> How did you find um, out someone drilled into your tank? I went to put gas into my car and all of it started spilling out the bottom. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's one way to find out. Yeah. I was like, like it, when it was such a trippy thing, cause I was like, I don't even know. I literally Googled what to do when gas pours out the bottom of your car. That's, that's, this, is, this is a pretty broad uh, question, but we're going to try to feel this as best we can. Like, right. I'm like, what do I, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, obviously like I stopped it right away. Like as soon as I heard it, I was like, why does it sound like yeah. it's raining? Right. Like it sounded like it was, you know? And so I was like, I looked and I was like, oh my gosh. So I turned it off and told the attendant they went and put like kitty litter down to like absorb the gasoline I had to call AAA. I had to go to the dealership it's like it's been a mess oh god yeah i mean what, like, what do they just staple it up and like you're good to go let's just slap some duct tape on duct, yeah. <laughs> duct tape it'll be fine just keep keep it rolling oh my god it's totally crazy yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's it, uh, well, price of gas these days. What do you what do you expect? So, 
Um, although I would, I would, I would uh, argue that if you have the time and the tools and the know-how to uh, drill into a gas tank, that you could put those tools, time, and effort into better use and actually getting into better. The the like funny thing, not funny, haha, you know. But the funny thing is, they tried to get into my gas tank mm-hmm. and couldn't. It was like whatever they were trying to use to get in there wasn't working. Yeah, and so and it's probably because nothing started coming out. Like they probably, the fuel level is probably too low <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but then they ended up slicing the hose, the fuel hose instead. Oh my so they God. really didn't know what they were doing. I feel like, I mean, I don't Okay. Know. So they were just giving it a shot and they, you know, who knows what happened. Right. Shiny new car. They thought there was going to be something in there. And I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just follow the, tra- I mean, the problem was, <laughs> you know, this is like if a skunk murdered someone, it's pretty easy to find the culprit. Just follow the stink, you know, just follow the line of gasoline, you know, just throw a match down and follow the trail. Of- oh, I don't know. And I thought that's so funny. Cause like immediately I was like, well, how do I, I can't, I have to move my car from this gas station. Right. And I called a friend and they're like, why don't you just drive it to like, there's gotta be enough like gas to drive it to the, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not starting my car. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, you started like, it to get there, though, right? I mean, yeah, but after all the gasoline was, had like spilled out, oh, I yeah. feel like the just the fumes around my car, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you didn't want to blow. That's up. why they say no smoking, like around the, you know. Yeah, it's just a suggestion. That's how people Come die. On. <laughs> Come on, I you can smoke at a gas station. I like to at a gas station. Yeah. I never smoke at a gas station. Oh yeah, I like to. I I, I take bong rips right outside. You live on the edge. Yeah, with uh, while I'm while <laughs> using my cell phone, um, and I yeah, I do a lot of arc welding right next to gas pumps. <laughs> just any, you know. I'm sure. <laughs> So, <laughs> all right. Well, it sounds like Riverside is really nice then. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's so nice. Somebody drilled into my gas there tank. There are some <laughs> nice, there's some really, really nice areas. There's also some, I mean, it's like when you go to downtown LA, there's going to be some nice areas. Yeah, and then yeah. sometimes in, you're in the neighborhood and it's like, you get unlucky. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you, you know, ahead of time, I think the areas that are better and the <laughs> one's not as I good. just like uh, I was feeling it's funny too because like sometimes you, you know you have like a feeling and I was thinking like oh I really don't want to park in the structure but I was gonna be late oh and yeah. I mean I'm never gonna park in that structure again yeah oh it wasn't even at your house or something it was like in a parking <laughs> of course it wasn't at my house well I don't my yeah, neighborhood no. is so nice those are the best places no. to commit crimes nice neighborhoods no 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 you know you know uh uh Palos Verdes, Palos Verdes, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. up by Torrance and stuff on the peninsula out there. You know, for the longest time, they had the highest uh, car theft rate in uh, in L.A. County because there's no streetlights up there because it's such a nice neighborhood. So you can commit crime. Oh, well, we have streetlights. Yeah. Yeah. But but I mean. Well, yeah, that makes sense. uh, You know, nice neighborhoods are great places to commit crimes because everyone thinks they live in a nice neighborhood. We, where I live specifically, it's on like a long, long Mm, mm cul-de-sac. And you kind of have to make a few turns from the major road to get in there. And we do, we have like streetlights. But no, I was, I was downtown and it was like late. And I was in the parking structure that was kind of like down the street. The one that was like on the main thoroughfare is like closed or full or whatever. So just. Yeah. 
yeah, all these factors. Lesson learned, lesson learned. So, what's, yeah. you know, living in, uh, you know, the, we'll say, you know, Riverside, LA, or you've been around the, that's such a, that's interesting, especially doing comedy. Cause I feel like no one is from there. Everyone's from somewhere else and goes there. So what's it like being like the one person who is like, no, no, I'm actually from this area. I've been around. Do you think people aren't actually from, I know a lot of people who are like from, well, I mean, I guess a lot of people do move to LA for, for in yeah for entertainment entertainment or, you know, yeah. yeah 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 so you know very few I people like very few people in the industry are like from there you know they move there for yeah. it but you know. yeah I love it I love being here and yeah. I love Riverside because it's just far enough away but it's close yeah you know I do love being here yeah the uh, I mean it's yeah yeah you got to get I mean being in L A is just a that's a nightmare. I can, it's a mess. <laughs> it's such a mess. And I keep saying I'm not going to move. I'm not going to move, but I might. Like if you, I get. Really? I'm Because I'm, I'm working on getting a job in production. Mm. So if I do that, then I'm going to have to be yeah, there. there. You got to be there, there. I just, I don't like the traffic. I just, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's just a. Mm. Yeah, it's a whole lifestyle you have to just commit to. You have to commit to like three hours a day of sitting in traffic. You got to, you know, parking, parking. (laughs) I just don't want to. Yeah, I can't. It sounds awful. Yeah, I mean, everyone asks me, they're like, why'd you, if you do comedy, why'd you leave LA? And I'm like, well, I mean, I, and I'm sure you do too, know a ton of comics who live in LA who are like barely doing spots, you know, and like there's, there's hardly any pay and, you know. I tell people all the time it was so great coming up in Riverside because yeah. I would do Riverside Inland Empire area. I would do Orange County. I would do or- um, L.A. And especially when I first got started, when my first like few like one to three years in comedy, even within that time, I was doing five to seven minute spots regularly, like almost every night. And it's like in L.A., like you, what are you going to do a bucket mic for three minutes maybe? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, do you, know? you, do you want to headline this laundromat for $20, you know, <laughs> or we'll give you $30 of tokens? Uh, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, where where are you going to go in L.A. for 10 to 12 minutes of stage time when you're like three years into comedy and you're yeah. getting paid? Like nowhere. Right. Yeah. And they had those spots in like around my area. They had those spots um, like High Desert and then uh, Orange County a lot. So... I mean, the in, everything is so changed now, but yeah. it was really nice coming up like outside of LA. But then being close enough that I could go, I could go to the store, I could meet people, you know. Yeah, do that. What do like is, or you know, is LA coming back? People coming back out to the store and places, and you know, those those certain. I haven't really. I don't like hang out at the store anymore. I just like because I get so much work outside of Los Angeles that I'm rarely there. Yeah. And it might, I mean, at certain points in my career, like I've made an effort to like be there and I was doing like roast battle and, you know, making connections out that way. Mm-hmm. But right now, like I don't even <laughs> like, it just doesn't seem worth it for me. Like right now I'm focused on longer sets and getting paid. Yeah. So I'm not going to be just like hanging out, you know, yeah. and plus I'm not drinking right now. So I'm like, why am I going to go out and be tired? Oh yeah. Well now, well not drinking is the time to drive all the way to LA. You don't want to, no, I... 
you don't want to be like, I drove I, here and I'm hammered now. I gotta- <laughs> no, no, I don't. I just mean like I'm not in like a party. Yeah, but yeah. I'm doing 75 hard right now. Have you heard about that one? No, what's that? It's a fitness and mental uh, mental toughness challenge. Okay. It's 75 days. You uh, You drink a gallon of water every day. You pick a diet and stick to it. Two 45-minute workouts, and one of them has to be outside. You read 10 pages of an entrepreneurial or self-improvement book, and you take a progress picture every day. Interesting. How's it going? I'm on day 50. Yeah? So, yeah. You, you, so it's going do you feel, really good. you feel different? Has it made a difference? I feel amazing. Yeah. I feel so good. I work out every day. I'm drinking you know, water on my diet. So you pick a diet. You can choose like any diet you want, but I'm not doing any gluten or dairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so which limits – or, or like deep fried things too, which limits a lot of things, but that's, it's good. You know what I mean? I'm having like way more vegetables and everything. <laughs> so who knew? I just feel, yeah. And I, I went out, um, well, I run my show in Riverside and, uh, that was on Wednesday and I was out and people were like not recognizing me. They're like, and I, I mean, I don't feel like I lost that much weight, but I just feel so healthy. Yeah, I mean, 50, you know? 50 days, you can you can turn a lot around in 50 days with, with working out mm. and, uh, you know, a little water, diet, exercise. That, that can make a huge, huge difference. And then the not drinking is, uh, you know, you, mm-hmm. you people don't realize. I mean, I, I quit drinking like a little over three years ago now. and That's awesome. It, within about, oh, 30 days or so of quitting drinking, I mean, I just immediately dropped like 10 pounds. Just because of all that, just water weight crap mm-hmm. shit, you know, you're just floating around and you mm-hmm. that, that you dump out real, real fast. So, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I've been trying to quit drinking for many years now. Really? <laughs> and, uh, yes, and um, I've tried different things, and even at the point, well, the, earlier this year, I read this book. Oh, I'm gonna totally blank on the name of it now, too. Uh, the Bible. This. No, <laughs> no, that one I have not read. No, actually. never. It's really, no, it's, it's surprisingly it's a little long. Uh, pretty wordy. Um, no, I'm gonna have to. Gosh, I can't believe I'm like totally blanking on it. It's by Annie Grace. I remember the author, but I can't remember the name of the book. But it's it's about alcohol, uh, and uh, and the way that because I tried meetings as well. Mm-hmm. And meetings just got so preachy to me. Yeah, oh, you're which serious. The, the program is not supposed to be that, but people mm-hmm. take it to that way, you know? And I feel like, I feel like a lot of it is just like a guide to finding God if you haven't. Yeah. And I'm never, I'm not a God person. <laughs> so. it's <laughs> not reading the Bible. Uh, I see. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, AA can, um, I gave AA a shot, mostly going with some other people who were who were really, you know, wanted to go. And uh, it was not my speed when I was trying to quit. I really felt like my biggest problem, I think, with it is everyone kind of had, you know, their story. You know, they'd stand up and they'd tell their story and their sob story and this and that. And then they're always like, uh, Deese, you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know. And then finally i would tell my story like you know talk 
And they're like, oh, well, why, you know, why'd you do that? Or how, why'd that happen? I'm like, I just, you know, made bad choices, man. I just did dumb shit. You know, I've done a lot of dumb shit in my life, it, it turns out. And they, they like couldn't wrap their head around that. Like, all, all, it was a lot of like, I'm drinking because this or this happened. So, oh, I yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, it, you know, yeah, like it's my mom or this happened to me or yeah. whatever. And yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. And I didn't, for, Definitely for me, it was like, I just, you know, like to party. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> being drunk was super fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have, you ever guys, yeah. have you guys ever done cocaine <laughs> and ecstasy at the same time? It's a fucking blast, dude. I'm telling you what. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> uh, you guys are really missing out. I know a guy. He's, I could call him right no. now. Uh, <laughs> Actually, cocaine and ecstasy together is not a good combination. You know, well, They cancel each other out. <sighs> Well, you sober up from the ecstasy. I don't know, man. I would. Uh, I do know. I'm I, telling you. Well, well, no. I mean, well, I, I'm saying for me specifically, I had a lot of nights on a lot of cocaine, a lot of ecstasy, and I was. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. If you just like, if you, I mean, yeah, you do a bump and it'll kind of bring you back a little bit. But man, it is a. Uh, you know, you gotta. You just feel. You feel the vibe through the night. What you need, you know. Uh -huh. if you need to pull yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You need to pull it back if you want to yeah. go hit the dance floor for an hour, then, you know, don't hit the bathroom for a while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just that easy. So, uh, yeah. So, mm. yeah, it's fun time. It's fun time. <laughs> it is fun times. I <laughs> but then, Yeah. But then it gets to a point, like I said, like my drinking, I don't, I feel like I feel so much better not drinking and I have so much fun when I'm not drinking, but it's so ingrained as a part of our society. That's what like this book talks about that yeah. everybody feels like it's just this normal thing where when I, I saw this meme recently that was like, um, alcohol ma like makes you feel like, okay with hanging out with people that you don't actually like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it dumbs your senses to these situations. And that's so true. Like, you know, like a lot of times I would get sober and be like, oh my God, why am I even at this person's house right, right now? What's <laughs> happening? What, what's going on right now? The, uh, yeah, I think so, Norm MacDonald has this bit uh, I love where he talks about drinking because, you know, he doesn't drink or didn't. And <clears throat> he talks about if you really break it down, it's just a bunch of guys like sitting around an oak table. You know, they for hours, you know, just you just getting, you know, just getting more and more hammered and more just talking more and more shit. And you're like, yeah, yeah, you're not really doing a lot. Uh, it's yeah. So, I mean, yeah. what do you think? Are you after your, you know, you got another 25 days till your time is up with your co uh, competition? You're going to keep the not drinking going or I so I OK, I feel like I've pinpointed <laughs> what it is because even when I've gotten sober before and even when I'm at, like loving my life and being sober and everything after about a month and a half, I, I feel like I want to party. Mm -hmm. Like I get bored, you know? So I feel like I need to find something else that's going to give me the excitement I'm looking for without having like the, have you, tried, you know, the unhealthy. Have you tried killing prostitutes? Um, I haven't, uh, but it is I can thrill. put that on my list. It is a thrill and a half. Uh, uh, a friend of mine <laughs> said, a friend of mine told me when she quit meth that uh, she took a bungee jumping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Maybe it's an extreme sport I need to look into or something. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have something else to fill the time. Um. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. So I'm going to try, try out different things. I definitely, cause like, I don't, alcohol is not my favorite thing. I have like, I've done way too much Coke in my life, but it, that's not my favorite thing either. But I love Molly. Like I've, I'm a raver as well. So like Molly and ketamine and, mm. you know, whippets and all that shit. So I think after my 75 days, I'm going to have myself a little party, <laughs> but then get right back on it. Like I was telling someone, I'm not looking at it like a finish line mm -hmm. because then afterwards I'll be like, well, I don't have to do any of this shit anymore. Yeah. I'm looking at it like these are life changes. I mm -hmm. love working out every day. I love drinking so much water and being healthy. So yeah. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, it feels have good. Have myself a little party, but keep going. <laughs> yeah, you got to treat yourself. I mean, the find some some balance some mm -hmm. moderation and shit and uh, that, you know, but what's funny is like, you'll start to find that like the good feelings from the things you're doing are, 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 uh, end up being better than the other, the other versions of things, you know? Um, oh, totally. yeah. Cause you know what, what I got to a point where I, I don't, I've done all the drugs a million times in my life. Uh, <laughs> I gave it all up. The only thing I still do is mushrooms. Uh, and oh, yeah. I do mushrooms. You know, I microdose pretty regularly. And then, you know, every, I was doing it like every other week. Then I went to like once a month. Now it's probably every two or three months. I'll do like a full adventure day. Just this day's yeah. blacked out on the calendar and I'm going to go, you know, connect with the gods in the woods for like nine hours. Uh -huh. Um, but I feel like that's that sounds a, awesome. Yeah. That sounds a, so great. Yeah. It's very, uh, very, very therapeutic. And also there's a lot of evidence of, um, it actually helping with, you know, uh, mental health stuff. So totally big proponent of that. So do some mm -hmm. mushrooms, go to Joshua tree, find some magical. Places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should do, I should do some more mushrooms. I had been trying to, uh, mocha my microdose. <laughs> I don't know why I can't talk right now. Um, like kind of like through the pandemic and, um, but I had this issue, like I kind of want to like get more scientific about it because mm -hmm. I had this issue where I would take a small dose, but then sometimes it would hit me so much harder than I wanted it to. Yeah. And then that, and then I'm like, I wasn't trying to trip right now, yeah. you know. I, I have had that. So I couldn't find that. That's the the worst. <laughs> the worst. Like when you plan to do drugs to get high, you're like, this is great. I'm glad I'm this high. But when you don't plan to get as high as you get, you're like, I don't know what to do with my day now. You know, I right <laughs> because it's like, and with those drugs, like you, you know, I you tell first timers like you just have to go along with it because if you don't want it to be happening, you're gonna psych yourself out and it's gonna be all bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. But then for at sure. that point, and I mean you're we're both obviously very like experienced drug users at that point. <laughs> you just like mentally we're just like, I guess this is it's not what I want, but that's what we're this doing. Is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I took a microdose of well, what I thought was a microdose of mushrooms um the uh the other day. And a couple, like an hour later, I realized it was not a microdose. And I, well, apparently these mushrooms were much more powerful than I thought. And I started getting very high. And I'm like, and I had a show that night that I had to drive like two hours to. So it, it's like 1030 in the morning and I'm fucking like getting blasted on mushrooms. And I'm like, and I'm like looking at my <laughs> clock, thinking how much time I have. I'm going to come down and drive. And then so and it's not like I had a lot to do. So it's like I wasn't too high that I couldn't control anything, but I was high enough to where I'm like, I can't do normal day shit. So I was just kind of like 
walking around my yard with my dogs, just like, <laughs> hey, here we are. I guess I'll throw this ball for you. Look at that's got some weird tracers. This is cool. Like that's what I did for like three hours because I just didn't know what else to do. Cause I was like, I'll just yeah. watch a show. And I'm like, I can't watch this show. And I'm like, I'll just read. I'm like, I can't fucking read right now. So uh, like, uh, yeah, no. You know, so no. Definitely nature is really good, but I also love watching like the old school Disney cartoons oh, and like yeah. the old old cartoon movies on shrooms. It's just or Fantasia on shrooms. Yeah, that's a oh good my one. god, that'll that'll do you good. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, if you really want to get a mind fuck, uh, try to watch, eat some mushrooms and watch uh, a little a little, little ditty of a show named Doogie Hauser, MD. Uh, <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite things. Have you ever really? seen that show, Anne? No, I haven't. Do you know? Um, I, mean, I do you know, know what, what it is. is. Okay. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's well, a, it's um with Neil Patrick Harris, right? He's yeah. like the child act, uh, child uh, doctor. Yeah, the the whole first season, basically, actually, most of the seasons is just uh, uh, older female doctors trying to statutorily rape Doogie. Um, there's there is a ton of like really inappropriate like I when I when I watched as a kid I it was just a it's, it's from the eighties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then it Rape was, okay. was totally okay in the eighties. Yeah, 80s. it was fine. You could yeah. Uh listen. <laughs> the kid's grown up, he's wearing a doctor's coat. Uh <laughs> Wait, was he he was like a child genius or was he stuck in a child's body? <laughs> I think I, I like <laughs> I like the idea that he's I like that version better. That's not it. But now I want that oh. show to be the case. And the girl the lady doctors are still like, I wanna bang you in this child's body. <laughs> kind of it's like a reverse big situation. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. Is it weirder? Cause, cause, uh, you know, I'm of age, but just in this child body, which one is it? Um, that's pretty weird. That that's is pretty weird. That is pretty weird. Um, no, he is just a child doctor. He's just a not. A, he's a uh -huh. he's a child who becomes a doctor. He's just like a prodigy. <laughs> he's like a prodigy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So it was a very and <laughs> that's basically the whole show. And then there's a lot of where can there. I watch it? Uh, like the Roku channel, I think has it. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know, like some stuff. Not even like, Amazon Prime wanted that shit. No, like, no, no, it's like it's the channel that, like, if you have access to the internet, you it just shows up on your laptop. You're like, here, watch this shit. It. Yeah, it's this and the Flying Nun. Uh, so. I love, uh, I love my Samsung TV channels. Is that have, a thing? Do you have okay. a Samsung TV? Oh. Well, it's um, they have a name for it for like, but it's like you just get all these channels mm. if you have a Samsung and it's connected to the internet, and they have all these channels that are like syndicated 24 hours of like whatever show it is yeah and uh so wow. they'll have like 24 hours a day of kitchen nightmares jesus christ yeah <laughs> 24 hours a day of bar rescue yeah, this is like a meth head's dream uh <laughs> it's so great 24 hours a day of dallas cowboy cheerleaders making the team that's <laughs> It's my guilty pleasure. That's so <laughs> yeah. they run through these episodes. Um. These, I know they sit down. They have a conversation with these women who are just like, like these perfect ten women, and are like, yeah. mm, I think you're a few pounds heavier than you were last season, <laughs> and you're gonna need to tighten it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, damn, that's you're uh... the heaviest woman on the team. I'm like, she's literally the skinniest person I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 repping those Dallas cheerleaders, you better lock that shit up. 
the uh but they're so but they're but it's like sweet too but you know there's like i love and i love drama that's not actually a thing and they don't overplay it too though you know like i don't like reality tv because i'm like this is super fake sure but it's the one show that i'm like i don't think that they really amp up the drama too much i think if you get a bunch of girls vying to be dallas cheerleaders the drama's just gonna happen. I think that's just naturally. No, but they're not catty. They're not mean to each other. Like, it's really, everybody just wants, like, these girls, they show, like, these girls who just, like, they've wanted to be a cheerleader since they were five years old. (laughs) This is all they've wanted to do, and they've worked so hard, and this is their fourth season trying out, and they're still not good enough, and I'm like, god God damn it. (laughs) It's so sad. (laughs) It's so sad. It's just their dreams. But then sometimes they make it. Sometimes they make it and you're like, yeah, because I was rooting for you since last season. Oh, multiple and it's seasons, like exciting. Uh, wow. That is. Uh, they really- have this show has been they, they have like 14 seasons of this show. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. They I, I hope there's one lady who's like 43 years old. She's like the Rudy of the fucking t- where she's like still hanging on to her dream trying to make it she's like no, oh, no, no. this is the year no i think i think 30 something is their limit yeah. they, you you can be all ages to try you just have to be 18 so sometimes they'll have like older women try out because they started the tryout process like day mm-hmm. one of auditions and they show you from there until they announce like the team in their first game and the the audition process is pretty hilarious sometimes because you get <laughs> they show the women who absolutely are not dancers yeah or like absolutely do not could not wear the uniform, you know. And they're like, and they never say they never say out loud that these women are too fat, but they just sure. say like, oh no, we could not put a uniform on her. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, we get it. <laughs> Sorry, our uniforms only go up to a size six. Uh, so yeah. the- <laughs> no six? Are you kidding me? No, no, no. Probably like a four. Oh wow! Two These, four. Yeah, the, they're <laughs> little. You've seen the cheerleaders? They're like I, they're I, little. I've seen cheerleaders in my day. Uh, I, I think I've, I think I've seen one. You or know two. what a cheerleader looks like. <laughs> I think it's been a, it's been a while since I was in high school, but I think I remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders look like? Yeah, blonde, they're white. Iconic. You know. Uh, probably kind of racist i'm guessing uh no. you know Dallas no, they're totally diverse yeah there's totally white diverse. there's off-white there's russian there's irish uh there's... no they have at least like two black girls on the team every year they got it they get there, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah way to go all right well i'll have, anyway. to, I'll have to find the anyway. samsung channel <laughs> check it out yeah Uh, it's my guilty pleasure that's so funny i don't you know i don't watch a lot of anything honestly i'm so bad at watching anything um well that's good you're being productive yeah that maybe um i mean i'm not watching (laughs) shows that's for sure (laughs) i don't know so what do you what do you do in your downtime when you're like chilling I, you know what? I don't, uh, that's a good question. I don't have, I don't chill a lot, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I go, I mean, I like, uh, have my morning routine, coffee, uh, uh, yoga, meditation, workout, nice. um, try and play basketball a couple times a week, you know, see the friends, um, do a lot of reading. Uh, but that's, I don't do a lot that's... of like, yeah, yeah. I don't do a ton. Uh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's what I happens. haven't had any time for it lately like with all the stuff with my challenge that i'm doing and then i was working full time so it's like it's a lot 
Yeah, no kidding. That it, it adds up fast. But um, mm-hmm. so you're trying to get a job in production though in LA. Um, I would like to be in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Just sort of as like a PA or something. Mm-hmm. Is that you know like as a way to break in or just to you be? Doing yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'd like to be doing more of that, like more acting and stuff. So have you done? And I've done. You've done some of that in the past. Yeah, yeah. I well, some like YouTube sketches and stuff, but I've been in a number of short films and like little competitions and stuff like that. But um, I love acting. I really, really love it, and uh, I'd like to do more of it. I did like the background acting thing before COVID, but I haven't. I haven't made the effort to like get back on their list. Oh yeah. Uh, since for a while. Yeah. But is that tough? We'll see. Tough to get on. No, no. I think cause I just, I already have a profile. Like I'm already in their system mm. with central casting. Um, and there's a couple other ones. There's like central casting and LA casting. I don't know, but central casting is like a free one. You just like sign up and then they put like all the listings on Facebook and then you turn to go and, and sometimes they'll text you and you have, but you have to text back right away. I don't, well, I don't know if their system works the same anymore, but yeah, that's how it was. Anyway, it's been a little while. The, mm-hmm. I mean, is that something you want to do more so than comedy? I mean, are you pursuing both or what's the, what's the, what's the long-term goal for you? Long-term goals. I'd like, I just like to be financially stable from my art, you know? Yeah. Like I don't want to have to have a day job. That's to support good, myself. That's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. I love comedy. I love stand-up. I'm never going to stop doing that. But I also, acting is really fun. I'd like to be on like a comedic sitcom or something. Mm. Like that would be really fun for me. Because yeah. I've done improv before too and that's really fun. Yeah. Have uh, you done improv? I did do improv for for uh, for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Is it the most exhilarating? Like every time before we had a show... I would be like, I can just leave right now. Like, I can go out the back door. Like, I was just like, I had this, like, really intense, like, I don't want to go on. But then after every show, I was like, that was so much fucking fun. Yeah. Like, well, Especially oh if you're working with, the, with people, the good people, people you know and trust. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it makes a difference, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you we've mm-hmm. all worked with those terrible improvisers who are like, just kill every scene. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't want to. Yeah. I was just, I was thinking like, man, I probably shouldn't be too specific because I wasn't on very many teams, but um, it's not like these <laughs> people are going to, I'm not going to tell these people about yeah. this interview, but um, there was this one guy for sure that I was just like, where's your mind at? Like, right. which is cool. Like, you know, like in improv, like you want to be kind of out there, you know, like have ideas that kind of like, but like they're just too far, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> Like, where are you going with this? Yeah, like, what? I don't. And yeah. then this other chick that we would, every time we played together was so great. Like, we just had this connection. It was organic and it was so much fun. But I would never be her friend in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would be friend with any improviser. Gross. Those people are nervous. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck those losers. Uh... <laughs> but isn't that so weird? Like, we just had this amazing artistic connection. But I was just like, oh, I do not like you as a person. <laughs> yeah, it's there's a weird. Um, yes, yeah, you're you're gonna know that you, this is probably gonna make a lot of sense to you since you have done stand up and uh, improv a lot. But like, there is definitely a weird division between like improvisers and 
stand-up comics, you know, like mm-hmm. I did improv uh for a long time as a way of making me better at stand-up, but I consider myself like I am definitely a stand-up comic, not an uh-huh. improviser. You know, I like I can do it. I can I I I've, I've I've done stuff still every now and then like at festivals I've done scene workshop, but like it's I'm not an improviser yeah. like like pure improvisers and they are a weird group of people. <laughs> Very yeah, group of just people. The, I think a lot of them, they're like the theater kids from high school. A lot of them just don't ever turn it off. And yeah. it's like, you can just chill. Like, we don't have to bit this entire conversation. Like, we could just chill <laughs> a little bit, you right. know? Yeah. Everybody's always bidding back and forth. And you're just like, but yeah. But it definitely always so helps. Like, especially with crowd work and everything. You're really good at that. I did notice that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. yeah, that. Uh, it, yeah, it's one of my, it was like, I think everyone should take an improv class, not just comedians, but like anyone in life. I think, you know, your basic improv class is super helpful for any situation. You know, mm-hmm, a cocktail mm-hmm. party, a fucking job interview. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it just. Oh, yeah. Job interview. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, it's 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 helpful. And I know a lot, like a lot of stand up comics. So I've told that to like, I don't want to fucking take it and do improv. And I'm like, no, you should. I mean, don't do improv. But like it's going to make you better at what, what you do, Mm -hmm. you know? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I got that. I kind of got that like in, cause I took a couple of classes too. And a couple of people were like, Oh my God, you're so good at this. I'm like, well, I feel like being a stand-up comic, like those skills translate to improv as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, they're weird similarities, but also, some some differences you know it's it's mm-hmm. it's strange because you know like an improv um you know stand up stand up you're like writing and thinking and telling a joke and improv you don't yeah like thinking of a joke is probably gonna spoil a scene you it's the like, worst thing yeah, yeah it's the worst thing you're yeah. Just, yeah you're gonna find some way to shoehorn this fucking thing in because you're like i gotta say this you're like no no you gotta listen yeah. and just let it come uh-huh so uh-huh but but you listen know, and, let, and listen and let it come. That's good. It's good for all, a lot of areas in life. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. The uh, uh, that's why I teach a, a comedy and improv class a couple times a year, and I always tell the when we get to co- improv, I'm like, it is about listening. That's like really, mm-hmm. really. That's the biggest thing is listening to the people around you. That's how you'll get better at the scenes if you're you know you you, instead of just uh doing and acting like really listen to what they're saying and then you'll it'll just come out naturally Mm -hmm. totally yeah um so you always see yourself doing stand-up down you know but you just want to have something else that uh you know get get your fingers in other stuff right yeah yeah i mean if i could just make it at stand-up but i feel like it's it's so much harder to just do that. You think so? You feel, well, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never tried to get into that. <laughs> I've never tried to get into like acting industry. Uh, but that seems like a pretty hard road to hoe also. You know, I imagine yeah. there's definitely difficulties with both of them. Um, you know, but I think I think comedy is more accessible than people think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like a lot of people have this idea that comics or comedy is just in comedy clubs, 
mm. or comedies just um, like big names, you yeah. know, like Tom Segura or whatever people, you know, like who have their name and they're touring. But people don't realize because when I tell people like I'm a stand-up comic and then like the lay person, they're always like, oh, so do you do the clubs in L.A.? And I'm like, well, yeah, I do sometimes. But like I work a lot. There's a lot of work to be had and there's a oh, lot of yeah. shows in so many different places. Well, like we did that metery. Right. And yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That was a great show. Yeah, I mean, it was a small room, but it was full. Like, you probably couldn't have fit more yeah. than a couple more people in there. Uh, and they had a and great time. And they were with it. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, they were totally with it. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I have to explain that to people all the time. Like, there's comedy, you know, at bars and breweries and, you know, restaurants or whatever. Wherever there's, like, a space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I And mean, there's great, such great shows and such great comedy, and it's not just – in a comedy club. Yeah, that's, I mean, a lot of people don't realize. People don't, I, I mean, I guess how could they, as someone who's not in the industry, but, man, there is a lot of stuff about comedy that people don't, uh, you know, really don't have a clue, you know? I and mean, that's the thing, a lot mm -hmm. of people, when I tell them I do stand-up, and they're like, oh, I've never, you know, I've never heard of you. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know, man. Name, name, name the twelfth man on the on the roster of the Lakers. I don't know who the fuck that is either, but he's making he's making a living in the NBA, you know. So it's like, uh, you know, it's like it's not. Yeah. It's still pretty good. Uh, so you know, there's if you can do it or or you know make some money at it, then it's that you're you're already way ahead of most people. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a pretty good place. Like, I don't want to. I'm going to toot my horn too much, but I'm really proud of like where, where I'm at, how far I've come. And, uh, the percent, the percentage of times that I get paid for shows and how much I'm making, like, I feel like it's pretty good compared to my peers, yeah. which is like, but I'm always, I always feel like I'm not doing enough until I go out to like an open mic and people are like, man, you work all the time. And I'm like, I guess I kind of do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to a buddy of mine the, uh, a couple weeks ago. And he was asking me, he's like, man, what are you, what are you doing to get all these shows you're doing? And I'm like, well, I, I try to send out an average of about 25 emails a day. Um, uh. and he goes, holy shit. He goes, I thought I was doing good if I sent out six a week. Uh, uh. <laughs> and I'm like, like, yeah, man, I, like, I, I kind of try to send out t about 25 a day and then try to bank on like a 10% closing rate. Um, mm -hmm. and it's a good way to keep my schedule busy, you know, keep it full. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But that doesn't work at all. So nobody try that. Don't email anyone. Uh, it doesn't work at all. Uh <laughs> Stop. I'm sure. That's so funny, too, because, like, I hadn't even. Like, yeah, obviously, that's how you get your work. That's like your full time thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're so it's your it's your job. Yep. To make these jobs happen for yourself. Yeah. Uh, so right now I'm like putting on my list. I'm like, send out 25 emails a day. I'm like, <laughs> it's something that I can implement, yeah. you know, to be, because I do want to be working more on that. I've had to have a day job. Um, and I just recently I was working full time, but usually I work part time. And so I can still have a lot of time for comedy. But if I can do more shows and less of everything else, that would be so great. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, even if it's like a little less money a week, if you're doing what you love and, you know, God, what it's way better. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I was just working. I was working for the Registrar of Voters. Oh, you were telling and, me about uh, that. Yeah. yeah. And it was like not it. Like I could have if I didn't hate the job and I didn't hate like Monday through Friday to five. Like it was, it was a little much for me. But working that much it's not like i would be have been able to do the job 
if it was part-time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that would have been so much better, but just like mentally it's just like draining. And then it's like, there's not enough time for the things that I want to do. Right. Yeah. And then you're just, yeah, you're just stuck. You're just working, just working to Mm -hmm. live and that. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I know. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people work full time their whole lives. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I had a buddy who was selling cars and he, he does comedy and he's like, Hey man, I'm thinking about like moving to the parts department. I'd work like four days a week. I'd work like, you know, instead of seven days a week and all, you know, all day because car, car work, yeah. selling cars is crazy. He goes, but he's like, so I make less money, but I'd have weekends off so I could do comedy. I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. What do you, why? What's the problem? Then do it. I'm like, you'll, you'll make, yeah. like, you'll make less money, but my God, you the misery index. You'll be way, way happier. I don't know how people, and I think people just like, they condition themselves to that, that's that lifestyle. Yeah. But like, I don't, I'm, I'm never going to be that person. I know. You it's, know? The, the, the tough thing is, uh, and you know, you probably see this somewhat with a lot of stuff you do and even more so as you get into the industry acting and stuff. But like, I, um, <laughs> not only, you know, I would do what I do for f- for work for free you know i did obviously you know that's how comedy works at this we, we all, yeah, we all <laughs> um, uh-huh. so it's hard for me to turn it off and like stop working because what i'm doing i i love so like it doesn't seem like work so it's really really hard i i have a hard time pulling away from you know setting up shows and booking shows and working and doing shows i'm like i just love this is just what i love you know so yeah um it's tough to be like, okay, you need to not do that and actually go like relax or like go do something that is not this, even though it's, <laughs> even though you're enjoying it, it's still work. Yeah. But you still need some vacation a yeah, little bit. I do. I do. I do. I try. I try. I try. I'm, I'm trying but to. But then be... that's why you take your trips, right? Every couple months. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I take my, one, <laughs> my little one day vacation in the woods, go see God and come back and, or, you know, go talk to mother. Earth. Rejuvenated. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. And before we get out of here, let's, uh, we are going to do a segment, uh, we call the rundown here on the social hour. Uh, this is just a series of questions. Um, no particular order, nothing particular. They just kind of, uh, individually don't say they don't, you know, they're just kind of random, but they start to paint a picture of someone, you know, when you start putting them all together. Um, okay. So, uh, we're going to ask some questions and you just, you know, whatever comes to your head, answer them. All right. All right. Easy That's enough. how I usually answer questions. Okay. Well, you know, some so. people, you know, <laughs> don't, don't basically, don't, I'm trying to tell, tell you nicely not to lie. You can lie. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Oh. No one's, no one's going to know. No, I only lie to advance my career or for no reason. Perfect. I love those that. Are the two. <laughs> yeah, fucking, yeah. Those are the two reasons I lie. <laughs> that, those are justified. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? Uh, okay. Here, let's start with this one. This is a nice, uh, easy one. <laughs> um, if you could only have uh, one fruit, you can have any fruit, any fruit you want, but now that is the only fruit you can eat for the rest of your life. You can't eat any other fruit but that fruit. You can eat other things. That's just the only fruit you can ever eat. Again. Bananas. Bananas, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Now, why bananas? Yeah. Um. I just, I really like bananas. I'm thinking about, because I put them in my smoothie every day. 
Yeah, I was going to ask, uh, how do you eat them? Do you put it like chop them up in your Cheerios or into a smoothie? Yeah, oh, yeah, on cereal? Hell yeah. (laughs) With peanut butter, uh, banana split, right? On your ice cream. I just put them right on top of my ice cream. yeah, thinking about because like I like other like other fruits are good, you know yeah. what I mean. But like I don't, I don't eat other fruits every day. But I definitely have a banana like every day. Interesting. I don't know if anyone's ever said banana, and all the time been asking this question. Yeah, the first banana. And banana. On the show. You could have like a banana smoothie, like they had banana rama at Juice It Up. Okay. And it's really good. Yeah. All right, banana, huh? Banana. All right. Um, how do you feel about uh, synthetic Roe v. Wade? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's your stance on immigration? Uh, what, I think those goddamn Sorry. Mexicans. I don't, know, I don't know why I thought that's what you were going to say. I don't know. No. Yeah. <laughs> we know your choice. We know your stance. You don't get a choice. Uh, that's. <laughs> Man. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 rolling all sorts of shit back now with that. They're talking about it's crazy. Yeah, they rolled back some gay marriage and everything. Like they're talking about like it's opening the door to just like change everything. Yeah, to readdress all the shit. They just rolled back a bunch of stuff for regulation on the EPA or like for the EPA. I saw that too. Wild shit. Who knows? So it's we're doing we're doing fine. We're doing fine. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Everything is on fire. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, I think the question I did want to ask, because I, uh, since you are such a banana fan, uh, how do you feel about synthetic banana? Like, like flavoring? Yeah, like, like, can, like candies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No? No. Absolutely no. none. Not a fan. Not a fan at no. all? No. Okay. Like that artificial grape flavor. Like that's, I've never had a grape in my life taste like artificial grape candy. That's, you know what I mean? That's true. But I mean, have you ever had like a, you know, like a wild cherry Pepsi doesn't remind me of cherry, you know. I think feel like synthetic flavors are all not real close. At all. Yeah. No. But I, I am a, I just asked because I'm a big fan of, of, of synthetic banana. There's something about it. You are? I love it. It's so good. It makes me think of those little, like, uh, fruit candies that are, like, kind of chalky. Runs. You know, you, like, bite it to- Runt. Is that what they're called? Runts, yeah. Why are they called? Why are they called runts? Because they're small. Um, I don't know. I don't. I wasn't <laughs> at that. Bo- I missed that board meeting. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I thought you would know. I don't know. I wasn't there when they were naming candies. It turns out, but they, uh, <laughs> I, I, also, why are they called nerds? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They. That's a good question that. also. They only had so many. Yeah. They only had because so, Geeks was taken. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so no synthetic banana. Okay. What other synthetic banana things? What other things are, synet- are synthetically banana flavored? Now and laters. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Not a fan. It Not is a, a polarizing fan. flavor. I get it. Like I understand, it doesn't taste like banana. It's its whole. It's its own thing for sure, and it's polarizing. But yeah, uh, that's why I had to ask when you loved actual banana. So there's some hot topics we're talking about here. Yeah, we're really we're gonna get to the bottom of things. Uh, don't don't <laughs> worry, it'll get better. Uh, the uh, <laughs> uh, let's let's, uh, let's stick with food for now, though, and okay. uh, let's talk about pizza. Uh, everyone okay. loves everyone loves pizza, right? Uh, yep. so, so, if you could have uh, 
any type of pizza you want, not from a particular place, just any toppings you want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but now, same thing with the fruit. Those are the only toppings. Every time you order pizza, it's that type of pizza. What? what uh, pizza? Margarita. A margarita, margarita pizza. pizza. Okay. Is that like fresh that? mozzarella and basil and tomatoes? And it's kind of like mm. simple. Okay. You know, no meat. I don't eat meat. Oh, you're a vegan, vegetarian. Well, must, uh, be, must be. I'm pescatarian. Pescatarian, got it. So yeah. I do fish and seafood. So I've never had meat on pizza for like, I don't know, six, 17 years or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, and right now I'm not doing gluten or dairy, so pizza's kind of out. No pizza. But Blaze, I can I can have pizza from Blaze. That's been that's what? been my jam when I'm like, man, I really just want a pizza. Why? What do they got? Uh, they have a gluten free. Well, they have gluten free options. They have mm-hmm. a gluten free crust, but they also have a cauliflower crust that's oh, gluten free. Yeah. Um, and then they have vegan cheese also. So vegan cheese. What's that? Is that just it's just like sh- <laughs> just, just shavings from a plastic bag? Uh, it comes from it? the same factory. They make the artificial banana flavoring it. <laughs> <laughs> is there, is there, there there's a runs flavored artificial cheese yeah. Artif- new? no they have no they have all kinds of vegan cheese Do on they? the market i don't yeah you didn't know that i just eat oh, regular yeah, cheese yeah, yeah. yeah i don't know yeah they have like um cheddar they have like kobe jack they have like if you go into sprouts or like even trader joe's has a bunch of options okay yeah did not know that I'll yep. vegan look. vegan mozzarella yep okay i'll take a look next time i'm there um all right, uh, let's talk about travel. Uh, if, yeah. If you could go anywhere in the world you wanted, anywhere uh, you've ever dreamed of going, all expenses paid. But the caveat is you have to travel with the person you hate the most in life. Uh, oh. Where would you go and who, oh. would, who would that person be? Oh man. Okay. So I don't hate, I don't hate a lot of, I don't have a lot of drama with people. Sure. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't carry hate around with me because I feel like it's That's like good. unnecessary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like why, if I, if it's, or usually if someone has a problem with me, I don't usually have a problem with other people, but if that happens, I just avoid them. You know, I feel like not enough people can just walk away from something. Um, but I don't, I don't, you know, just like keep it out of my life. But there is one person. <laughs> um, that guy from the improv team. Uh, the uh, <laughs> no, you said an ex no, boyfriend. He's an ex boyfriend, and he mm. will continue to call me and like leave nasty voicemails. Oh, but it's like God. lately he's been saying things. He'll because he'll I've got him blocked on all his numbers. Yeah, all of his numbers, all of his kids' numbers, everything like that. He tried to call me. He, he's he's a he's legitimately crazy. But um, he'll call me, like, do star six, nine and get through. You know what I mean? So it, like, comes with unlisted. And he'll leave me nasty voicemails and stuff. Like, lately he's been trying to say things that will hurt my feelings, but it just makes me laugh. Like, he's been trying to tell me that he's gotten into stand-up comedy and that last week he was going to be at the <laughs> the Laugh Factory on a Friday night. <laughs> and I was like, sure. do you think I don't know how this works? Yeah. Right. Like, you just happen to to land up Friday at the Laugh Factory at you three three weeks into comedy. Uh yeah, it's 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 pretty hilarious. But um he 
he's <clears throat> he's a trash human being. He's so crazy, uh, and I hate him. How long have you guys uh, been? But the sex is fucking so good. Well, so that's I can't, what happens you know, when like... you hate people. That's the way it goes, and that's uh, this because we're broken people. Um, oh, and, you know, you, yeah. you want someone to love you but also hate you because you deserve it. I don't. No, I don't want that well, at no, all. Well, I don't. You say you don't want that, but in our head, that's what we think. Again, broken people. Um, Where would I go with him? Wait, quick question. How long have you guys been broken up for? Years. And he still calls you? Yes, because I make the mistake from time to time of letting him fuck me. Oh, yeah, that is. is, is And then when I get over it, he gets mad because... And then he's like, I was going to break up with you. Like, you know, he's like all petty. Yeah. And he, and this guy, okay, uh, he was married. And this was, this was so many years ago. Like, I would not make these same mistakes. But um, he's like 50 and he still has this like behavior. That's why I think he's like clinically, like he has like something wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to think where it would take him that we would just – I mean, I could spend I could see I could spend some amount of time with him mm-hmm. and forget that he's crazy, but the minute I say anything about not wanting to be with him or about somebody else, he gets totally he's insane. Out of the out of the, out of the out of Oh, mind. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the pussy's just too good, you know? I don't know, I guess. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you come with that, you know, that fire. You got to tone it down a little. Uh <laughs> He's obsessed. The yeah, I mean, the question is: So, what do you do? Do you go somewhere that you always wanted to go, but you're with someone you don't like, or do you go somewhere middle of the road, knowing that all expenses are paid? Because you're gonna, you know, like, do you want to go to Prague and then he ruins it? It's like, what do you do? Ooh, maybe someplace where we could have like alone time. Like some place with like a spa where you could like book separate massages and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? okay. Like, oh, a spa would be really good because they would have like a male area and a woman area and you could like get away from each other for a while. There you go. That's true. Was that so? Some spa- no, probably like, um, probably like Ireland or Scotland or something because I've wanted to go there and I know that he would want to go there too. So I don't think that he would really ruin it. Okay. So you'd be able to find a common ground where you could make it work together there. All right. Yes. Ireland, Ireland. I'm very diplomatic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you had to pick two celebrities to be your parents, who would they be and why? Ooh. Uh, oh, man. Well, definitely not Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <laughs> no? Maybe. I feel like that, that would, no. <laughs> at least if you wanted to do drugs, you know they'd be around. You brought your drama to the for the entire world to see. Like, I just don't. <laughs> Probably some private. Who are like some private people? Like, um, oh, like Eva Mendez and uh, what's his name? Ryan Gosling. Are they together? I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm pretty sure that's who I'm thinking of. Ryan Gosling was the one in La La Land, right? Yes. Yeah, they're married. And really? they're very private. Oh, wow. Yeah. I got, yeah, they're so private. I didn't even know they, they were married. They have two kids. <laughs> I know. They have like two kids together or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, she like yeah. quit. Wait. Am I thinking of the wrong, the right Mendez? Eva Longoria and Eva Mendez. Which... Eva Mendez was in um, the 
Too Fast, Too Furious, and <laughs> oh, you were very specific about which one. Uh, I would have just, oh. the, I would just said the the Fast Car movies. Uh, <laughs> no, because it was the it was the second one with Tyrese. Oh wow, you these. I'm oh, I'm really into those movies. <laughs> okay, so into them. Yeah, so, so wait, now hold on, sidebar real quick. Genuinely, you're into these movies. Yes. Have you seen them all? No, I haven't. Well, yes. I think I just watched the latest one where they, they take the car into outer space, yeah, but that... it, it took me a while <laughs> to watch it. So, but I'm like, really? I'm so into them. You've seen the first one, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Can we talk about how... So I did a podcast a couple years ago, and I had to watch all of them. Um, and uh, I did. Uh, uh, during the podcast? That was a long episode. B- before, <laughs> and then we just talked about them all. We, I, used, okay, okay. I did this movie podcast for a while. We would do franchises, and that was what my buddy picked. Um, and <laughs> what I realized about this franchise is that if you go back and watch it, the first movies is about guys using souped-up mid-'90s Hondas to hijack uh, semi-trucks full of DVD, oh, yeah. DVD players. They're just stealing yep. DVD players. Like, this is... This, this is that the, was a hot-ticket item at the time. The, now, that, they, were, they were risking life and limb for, yeah, for this million-dollar trucks of DVD players. DVD player. sure. For and, sure. And it has gone from that to somehow into this like (laughs) yeah they're like borderline superhero secret agents they are so superheroes aren't they (laughs) yeah they so are i mean they went from bad guys to like saving the world it's such a weird it's so exciting (laughs) it's the oddest turn and they have so many skills now that it's like how do you know that like um What's it? Ludacris, yeah. his character. He's like all techie. Like when you first meet him, because you meet him in Too Fast, Too Furious. That he's like he has a an auto body shop in Miami, Florida, and like and now he's like the geek of the crew. And he like <laughs> knows about all these computers and everything, and like how to get into these like government, you know, whatever backdoor traps, whatever. Like. <laughs> Yes, it's and like, then you have like and then one of them is like a weapons expert yeah but it's like how do you know you know what i mean like it's, how do they know these things it's like man you guys are, <laughs> you guys are all felons with geds like what <laughs> fuck did you... i know how yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty yeah the the uh i yeah. <clears throat> um i watched the ninth or whatever the latest one is in mexico in spanish uh, and I speak oh. some Spanish, but not enough to watch a Fast and Furious <laughs> movie, it turns out. Uh, Why did you watch it in Spanish? Because I was in Mexico for a couple weeks, and I was in Cabo, and I, uh, you know, I just don't do nightlife. So, like, I, I in my, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was just kind of like, I got to fill a night where I just, I don't really, I can only walk around this boardwalk again. So, I'm like, I'll just go, let's yeah. go watch a movie. And uh, we watched Fast nine ten i don't nine. know nine yeah i think it was nine yeah. yeah i i'm still upset that they didn't make it fast nine n-e-i-n and call it the fast and furious and has, where they had to go back in time and stop hitler uh because i think that would have been <laughs> the fucking they missed oh, a total the, you think about it the fast and furious 
fast nine. That would be so good. It was right there. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say, um, kind of outlandish that they would have time travel in that world. <laughs> yeah. And then I remembered that they shot a car into outer space. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Pretty much nothing is outside the realm of possibility for right. this franchise. Nothing's off the table. For sure. <laughs> so, um, Man. All right. That's uh, good. Um, well, speaking of movies, let's talk about this then. Who uh, who would play you in a movie about your life? Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer, George, Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, right. What would the name of your uh, movie be? Oh, um oh gosh i don't know i have i feel like i've written down like so many titles for like my autobiography but now i can't think of a single one <laughs> what was the movie of my life um hmm. i don't know All i'm right. totally blanking right now i don't know i know that's, that's okay that's okay we'll just say we'll call it i don't know uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, 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 just be like fake because yeah, I've had like a really fun had a really good life and it's been really fun and I'm like I don't know kind of just go with things and hmm I'm trying to think about it can I get back to you yeah let me know we'll uh, okay we'll, we'll, yeah uh, and how about this? Considering uh, everything that's going on across this crazy country, uh, if you could get rid of one state in our union, which one would it be and why? <laughs> uh, one state. I don't know. Um, Florida seems like they're having a pretty hard time usually. Huh? <laughs> Florida's a rough. Have you been to Florida? I have, but like briefly. Yeah. It is. It's like not so much. It's lovely minus the people. Uh, (laughs) The state's gorgeous. If you got rid of the the people, ruin it. Maybe like Missouri. (laughs) Seems like nobody would miss that one. Uh, (laughs) Right. I had a teacher in high school who said, "Like, why don't we just build a wall around Missouri and put all the criminal criminals there? Yeah, and then they can just do their thing. And nobody." Would miss it, yeah, right? <laughs> I think we're halfway there. I just think you need to build the wall. Uh, right. The other part's already done. <laughs> oh, all the criminals are there. <laughs> the, yeah, the uh, I don't know. We're just not good at building walls, so um, <laughs> the can't make that happen. Uh, the all right. Well, let's uh, let's end on this one. Then we'll la- okay. last one. Uh, if you could pick any celebrity to, to be president, who would it be and why? Oh, to be president. Haven't we already had celebrities that were president? Yeah, and that turned out great. Um, uh, <laughs> maybe like Ashton Kutcher. Oh, interesting choice. Right? Huh? He's like an interest. Well, because he's a smart guy and he like okay. believes in humanity and he's been doing a lot of shit like politically behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah, so Ashton Kutcher. He's. I your feel guy. like he would. Be, I think he would be a good job. Yeah, and people would vote for him because he's smoking hot. So, is he still? I feel like I saw a picture of him and Mila Kunis recently, and I was just like, Ugh, "Man, you guys have been not taking care of yourselves the last." Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, who am I? Well, just... I think he's got like a big beard, right? But he's still. Yeah. Or no, just, I haven't I seen him like recently. Recently, I don't, I don't think he had a huge beard. They just looked a little. 
a little rough, you know. They look like they've been living <laughs> it, living in a van in the woods somewhere for the last ten years, you know. They don't. Um, they don't really bathe very often. Have you read this? No, I did not read that. They don't bathe very often. They don't. And when they shower, it's uh, Mila Kunis said this: uh, pits and tits and soles and holes. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about. That's. I feel like I like yeah. that. That's a, that's you know. Um, I do that because like, <laughs> there's this whole conversation about people not washing their legs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would I wash my legs every time I'm in the shower? I feel yeah. like it's just, it's a little much. So, I, you know, I hit the spots. But then obviously if I'm in the dirt, if I've been outside or whatever, like I'm going to wash. Yeah. But I don't feel like it's necessary every day. Yeah, it seems like a lot. And I mean, to be honest, I'm really only hitting the undercarriage if I'm feeling ambitious, if I'm feeling lucky, you know? Otherwise, it's like, this is just for me. Who cares? Uh, if... <laughs> I know. I, I'm like making a face right now. I know. <laughs> I, really, I realized it was audio when I was making that face, and I was like, mm, no. Uh, uh, Don't you right. have a girlfriend? I do, and she. Uh, uh, I, I try to uh, try to be as clean as possible for her. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, you know, she also doesn't care. Ask a lot of questions, so um, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that's uh, right. that's been the rundown. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. Uh, all right, well, let's uh, and tell people where they can find you on social media, follow you, any shows coming up, anything going on. Uh, yeah, you can always check. My calendar is always updated at annflag.com. Um, you can catch me on Instagram. You can search my name, Anne Flag. Um, I'm on Twitter rarely, Facebook a little bit for the older generation. Uh, basically, if you do a Google search, all my shit will pop up for you. And um, what do I have coming up? I don't know. I'm in, uh, I'm in the high desert next week. What else do I have going on? I don't know. I just feel like I have to check my calendar. So I do have stuff. Well, oh, but you said this is coming out next week, huh? It'll Wednesday, this Wednesday. So I'm in San Dimas next Saturday. Fun little bar show. Another show in LA on the 16th. But like I said, you can check my calendar always and flag.com. All right. Hit up the calendar. Uh, find her, follow her, find a show. She is very funny, uh, talented, and uh, check her out if you're in mm. the area. Uh, all right, guys. And as for me, go to decomedy.com. Check out everything going on the network uh, and the live dates. We will be in uh, Coeur d'Alene uh, the next Thursday the 14th, Missoula, Montana, with the drinking debate on the 16th. Those tickets are going fast, so get them uh, while you can. And then I will be headed down to uh, Bricktown Comedy Club the 21st through 24th, and then I'll be all through Texas. So check uh, dates. I'll be somewhere near you in Texas. Uh, get your tickets. Those uh, We've got stuff selling already. So, um, All right, that's it, guys. Uh, Thanks for hanging out, guys, for the social. I've been decent for Anne. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Yeah, thank you. And uh, thanks, everyone. And we will see you all next week.